0: welcome to driven in her purpose this is a show that brings women together women who are answering god's calling in their lives every day and living in their purpose with confidence i started this show with the purpose of bringing together a community of women who are dreaming doing and making an impact on the world using their talents their gifts and their life experience I strongly believe that having a supportive and spirit-filled community is instrumental to starting and growing any business. I believe that women need to be united and lift each other up and help each other shine. With God as our guide, we can do anything. So are you ready to join us? Then let's do this together welcome back to another episode of driven in her purpose i'm rosie leonore your host and i'm so so happy you can join me today today we have another very special guest elisa Stansill. i'm going to let her introduce herself in just a moment here but i did want to announce once again that my facebook community group is now open to all of you who are interested All you confident women in business and leaders who want to join into the group, please feel free. It will be, the link will be on the show notes. And also remember, you can grab your free gift, the 31 Proverbial Affirmations and Insights for Women Leaders and Entrepreneurs from the wisest book in the Bible, Proverbs. All right, ladies, well, let's get to it. Elisa, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here today. I am so happy to have you with me, very, very happy. So, Elisa, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, here I am, Uh, here we all are. At this moment, I'm 72 years old and uh, very, very lucky to be well well and uh, able to write, dream, hike, enjoy life. Um, my world is uh, on a mountain, Sonoma Mountain, which was threatened by fire five, almost five years ago, a tremendously huge fire event, a firestorm, that changed my perspective on what I was going to do with the remainder of my life. You know how you will begin in, in a world where you think, you know, each, as you grow, that at some point you're going to be where you are supposed to be, you're going to be where you're supposed to be. And of course, now at about 65 or 70, I had gotten to this point where I had everything that I dreamed of having. Okay, well, that's wonderful. But at the same time, the question then is, what will you do with the rest of your time? And it wasn't until uh, just very recently, with this fire event, when I realized that I had um, focused so much on nature and the joy of nature and the safety and the freedom of nature, I had Somehow, totally avoided embracing human nature. So, my entrepreneurial world, all the things that I've done, which we may or may not cover, those were transactional to some degree. There wasn't the same connection that I had with nature because I had never developed the trust to connect with humans. So, this fire came and I rushed down the mountain with my husband and I. Realized much later that I had not stopped to uh, alert a single neighbor when doing when facing that sad fact I realized that that I really had so little space in my heart for others I mean it was all transactional so there's a lot of work to do. And I'm like, okay, well, good. I have 20, maybe I have 20 years left right on the planet. And I can now explore the beauty and the depth and the grace of human nature, you know, and it might probably take me 20 years to get there. Right. So I'm excited about what I'm going to be doing. Um, and as far as what I had done, yes, I have, A wonderful business. I'm hugely successful. Uh, My son has taken on the business and my granddaughter works there as well. It's a three generation business now and we've worked all over the world, mainly in the United States for uh, doing design uh, pattern and design and color. It's really a glorified painting company because we do decorative painting which is um, also known as faux finishing but we don't call it that because that sounds sad. It's not false finishing. It's not fake finishing, <laughs> yeah. it's, um, historic specialty. So that's what we do. And we've won awards and all that kind of thing, but you know, we've worked with amazing people and done amazing things. But again, like I said, I go, I intuit, I give my heart and soul to it. And then I run away because I feel nature is safe and people mm-hmm. not so safe. So, um here today uh, we are trying to talk happily about the power of nature and the power of um, witnessing without judgment others and what you see around you and gaining you know intuitive knowledge and direction from signs that you find and i know you'll ask me questions but I, i i will have to say the signs that i have always relied upon have been from nature. So I will be probably talking about that a little bit The second. Issue for me that I want to let people know about is, yes, I wrote this book based on what uh, nature forced me to see through this fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it, t- it covers what nature, how nature gave me solace and helped save me from trauma as a very young child. Mm-hmm. So it sort of covers all that,
0: and thank you. Because you know, I read the first chapter of your book, and it is it is really captivating. Your story, and just what, like you pretty much you go f- straight for it, being vulnerable and real. Also, like the the experiences in your life have helped form you into the beautiful being that you are, and the things that you can share with other women and others out there. So many of us. Um, can relate and will relate to you to some degree or or another for sure so thank you thank you so much for for being so real and vulnerable in your book and I definitely love to talk a little bit about more about your book and I know that you mentioned harnessing nature and, and I'm a huge nature lover as I told you right before we started the recording I'm here outside you may hear the cars you know going in and out because I am in Massachusetts right now visiting family and so we're doing this recording while I'm here on vacation. Uh, And behind me, you'll see like some forestry and and there's a river right behind so I'm just this is so perfect it's like it was meant to be this recording was meant to be because Elisa will tell us all about how hard how she harnesses nature as her greatest guide and how you can and to living your most joyful and fulfilling life so if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit more about that and also just a little more maybe more about your book and some of the things that you you share with us in that book.
1: Yes. Well, I love that you mentioned a river because I lived adjacent to a river for many years of my early life. And that was where I got all these great, such great guidance for one. I mean, I know you've heard that quote, you can never step in the same river twice, or maybe you haven't, but that means that you say it's the river, you see it's the river, but it's never, it's ever changing. So you've never really seen the river. It will, you'll only see these currents that are passing by. And it's the same with life itself. You can make a judgment about life itself, love, or any other thing, um, and it's a moment in that reality. It's not the entire truth of that. But let's say it's not all of. That's true about love, like I'll never find it or, you know, I'll always have it. (laughs) Neither of these things are necessarily true, right? Mm. So in this river analogy, I just would just sit and watch the water pass by. And I saw that, you know, the current seemed to be always changing. And I was maybe eight. And I said to myself, Okay, this is it. I used to talk to God. So I'd say, Okay, God, look, I'm going to sit here. And I'm going to watch the river and see if I can see the current repeat even one time. Now, good part of that whole summer, I would sit by there and watch. And it would never, 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 never did it repeat. Not even once like a snowflake, like you and me, like everything you see, everything is unique, right? And including these little currents. So this is just like a, 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 a fact, a facet of life. That is such an amazing thing that you can spring from that little idea to all things. And this is how you begin to get this glory, right? and gratitude for the beauty of life. Hmm. So that's just one thing. I mean, another day I'm laying uh sitting down by the river and it's warm and all the rocks that are there have, have been pushed there from the winter storms. Mm-hmm. So there's these rocks, but they're all round. They're all round. There are different sizes and different shapes and colors, but they're all smooth and round. And I'm like, wow, why are these round? And when my, when I was probably maybe five and a half or six I was with my father. And he said, you know, we were in the, we were fishing and, and we were out in the middle of the river and he said, listen, do you hear that sound? And I'm like, what sound? He said, and, and he said, listen for it. It sounds like an engine running or some kind of rumbling. So I listened and I realized I did hear this other secret sound. And he said, do you know what that is? And I said, no. He said, those are the rocks tumbling under the current down the creek and down the river. And it's echoing off these Canyon walls. And that's why all these rocks are round because they go tumbling and tumbling and tumbling under the water before you can see it, you know, beneath the water until they become small enough to come to be washed away. So then, so now I realize that everywhere that I'm looking and sitting and seeing are rocks from somewhere else that were brought just from the season before, you know, and they won't be there the next season and someday they will be sand. Okay. So all this big, deep philosophical stuff is going on for me at eight or five, whatever. And that was one of the pur- purposes of writing the book is for people to understand that little children know so much. They hear, they see, they think, they feel. And so if by someone reading my book they get a new awareness or a deeper awareness of what's going on in their little being that's their child right this will be a beautiful thing it'll be healing and good so that was
0: yeah Wow, that's wonderful. And I never really saw it that way. You know, the river, I I mean, I, I, when you say it, I'm like, that does make sense. It doesn't seem like it will ever be the same. And then we talk about the rocks and the sand and all that. I'm like, you know, that is so true. And all of us are truly made so uniquely. Our stories are so unique and beautiful and not always, like, obviously not, not always happy, but they're so unique and just one of a kind and I truly believe that, you know, we're all we all are made to make a mark and an impact in this world, you know, using that. And so that analogy with the river, I, I love that. And I the, I don't know why, you know, you and I, I guess we have that in common. But we there's some there's some kind of connection, right, that we, we have with nature. For me, uh, personally, it's hearing the wind right now. I'm literally listening to the wind. Against the trees, and yesterday, literally, as I was telling my, this happened yesterday, as we were standing right down here, um, under the trees, and there, it was more windy, so the trees were um, uh, like bustling and dancing and making this this noise. <laughs> right. And I said, I said, you know, to my husband, I said, "Wow, you know, I was just," and I had like a few moments alone because he went upstairs with my our, our toddler, so I had like maybe two, a few minutes, and I just listened and I said, "Could this be?" how the trees sing to God (laughs) right Mm. I mean could this be their song what's what's our song what's the river song what's like everything Mm. just is so um connected and and I I think that's why I've always I I feel connected to what you know and to nature and so I I love that I love your I love your analogy about the river
1: Thank you. Yeah, that in that first chapter of the book, I do mention that my very first awareness of being on the planet, I was maybe not I couldn't even talk yet. But when I noticed that I was moving my little feet, and my feet were in my shoes, and I recognized my shoes, and I saw my feet going. And I thought, Oh, my gosh, this is me. And I'm moving on the earth, right? Or whatever words I would have used if, without words. And I looked up. And I was like, ready to just share this with the world. Here I am. Then I realized, oh, I, I can't talk. And then I saw the trees. Like you said, they're dancing and the, the wind was blowing them just in this fancy little dance and then these birds flew. And to me, it was just like everybody's saying hello, you know, and it was just like this resounding feeling of being in the right place at the right time on the earth and yes. so grateful, you know, and that was mm-hmm. my first thought. So from, from that little image all through my life, I knew that I just felt myself to be blessed. Right. Mm, Yes. And that was good.
0: That's wonderful. (laughs) In fact, you said being grateful. There's a quote in the, in the book, it says gratitude, like a prayer might serve as an installation to protect us from the fear, the flames, the unknown. I, there's something about that quote that just like went, Oh my goodness. So can you tell us a little bit more about that quote and why you put it in the book and what it means for you?
1: As we're driving down the mountain and mid- if in midnight in the midst of this firestorm, um, I, I thought, because of uh, my whole world is uh, in crises if there's a crisis I or any kind of a, a stringent situation. I have a clipboard and I write I make a list of what i'm going to do. So in the car I have a clipboard as we're running down the mountain, you know, and Um, I had written, you know, patience and resilience. And because I thought, you know, what, what do we need to get through this? Whatever is coming, what do I need? So I wrote down patience and resilience. And then I noted that I'm just making this list because it's a habit, you know, let us look at deeper, you know, this is the moment. So as we are I said to my husband, no matter what comes, we will always have what we had. will always have had what we had, it will never go away.
0: Mm.
1: And I want you to know, I love you. And I, and I am so happy I have everything I've ever wanted. We're leaving it back back there behind.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: And then we'll always have it, you know, as you know, you
0: know.
1: Yeah. So, that's just, this kind of resolves this, Any kind of grasping hold and allowed me to just be thinking. Look how lucky I am, really. Yeah. Look how lucky I am.
0: Yeah.
1: And it won't. That's just, just how I try to go. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because you know, we we can't control the circumstances, right? That happen, whether um, unfort an unfortunate fire that that starts who knows why there's some different reasons and unfortunately there's reasons that we can control and unfortunately there's people who don't right don't respect nature and unfortunately do that or there's other things that happen like I live I live in Miami and so in, in Florida especially you'll see hurricanes so you yes. can't control what happens in a hurricane I couldn't mm-hmm. control that it broke down our fence and it you know ruined some of the stuff in the house nothing really bad but some some things on the exterior but I couldn't control that but what could I say It's just go, okay, well, you know what? Gratitude, right? I'm grateful that we are, nothing happened to us. Mm-hmm. That There's still a roof over our heads that, you know, so it, it's so true. The things we can't control, we just can't control, but we can control how we look at it. And gratitude, I think is one of, and patience, you mentioned patience, resilient. Mm-hmm. The, the whole book is about resilience, but just you making that choice to be resilient, making that choice to say, all right, this this bad yeah. did happen but pushing forward you know exactly
1: yeah um, yeah so in crisis we have behaviors and then we have uh these other behaviors that you know i mean i just you probably remember being little and thinking of how you're gonna like keep your spell or perfect all through the whole year, right? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna draw all over it this year. It's gonna be perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're be that girl, right? And if you're gonna be that girl, you know, and by like the third, let's say the third week, but for sure by the third month, that that plan is out the window.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> so despite our good good intentions and our deep plans and our even our lessons from the year before and the year before, mm-hmm. we may have behaviors that don't support our vision. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we probably will because mm-hmm. we're human.
0: Yeah. And this is
1: the readjustment and the realignment and the realizations that are, you know, key. And as I just swear that we're so lucky to be women because we can share with other women what we're going through. I think it's more um it's more accessible to discuss and feel what works for you and Mm-hmm. you know, empathize with others and gain knowledge from others who have good ideas for the challenges that we would face. Yeah. That's why I like this idea of this podcast. It's really great.
0: Aw, oh, awesome. Thank you, Elisa. I appreciate that. So let's look, talk a little bit about unlocking your intuition and leading with unwavering confidence by tapping into your essence. I love that. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? How, how can we do that?
1: There's two things that I found out so far. I mean, there's many others, but there's two things I found out so far. One, you know, reaching out for help and hope is really huge, and affirmations are amazing, which I love, and that's and all kinds of forms of prayer are yeah. like an affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, at the same time, uh, I soon started to wonder: Is there a prayer that I need to say inside myself mm-hmm. that will help me? that is not coming from outside, you know, to in combination with the guidance I'm asking for, what can I do interior for my own self? And I made up my own little affirmation. And so uh, I trust myself to take good care of me. So that's a simple little thing, but this means, for example, um if uh if you love taking baths you have something that some little bit of oil beside the bath and you just put a few drops in and this will make you know that you are loved right mm-hmm. If you love tea in the morning or coffee if you pick out your favorite cup the night before and you set it there especially in times of deep stress put your favorite cup by your full teapot right before you go to sleep And I mean, if you're really stressed, I will think you'll recognize you get up in the morning, you see the cup, you go, oh, look, look what I did for myself. (laughs) I'm so lucky, right? This is just a beautiful little tiny thing because it's all a symbol and a sign that you need love. And you're accepting that fact that you will receive it. You know, you will, will open you, open you up. And in terms of finding your essence and looking for guidance, this again, just loops back to the nature thing of when I'm doing pattern design or color work or something, and I hit a really snag and I, you know, it seems almost impossible that I have to combine two things in order to make something this or that. I mm-hmm. mean, um, these are houses for millionaires and billionaires and the you know, and they're not they're just occasional homes, 1000s of square feet that might be you know, it's just hard sometimes to really put your heart and soul into something that's going to be it seems so uh, I don't know, so materialistic. Mm -hmm. In fact, my hope was always as a healer that I was bringing peace and joy to the person in those spaces. And if they are in fact, deciding things for 50 or a hundred thousand employees, then they will feel more attuned to their true self and they will do good things. This is how I tried to make it work. Mm -hmm. Well, in this whole process of my business, um, I would get, of course, stuck. Just like anyone. It could be, you know, no matter what the business is, you can get stuck. And if I would go on a hike, which is my main thing, or go on a run, I would just ask for guidance. And then I would just, all of a sudden, like, there comes, I see a leaf. And the leaf is split right down the center, two really totally opposite colors. Even, I mean, it, it would be like black and white. You know, so it's two things together and I would grab this leaf and I go, oh, I don't have to do one or the other. I can have both things together. Look at this leaf is telling me, just do that. Or I'll see a tree and it's all shaggy on one side and all smooth on the other, like a big redwood tree that's, and I'll say, oh, and I remember this crazy country Western song, let the, let the rough side drag, let the smooth side show. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's okay. Everybody has a rough side. Yeah. (laughs) the smooth slideshow and just proceed you know I get these answers right and i don't even know what the question is so this is the beauty of looking for essence because it's there's there's secrets answers everywhere and then i have one little fun thing and i'm sure maybe some of your listeners do that but i look for a heart-shaped rocks because I love them I used to collect them but I have so many now it's just ridiculous so I just I put them like if there's a mossy tree I'll put the heart-shaped rock in the center of the moss for somebody else to find it right when I'm out that's cool Um, and so yeah so we have collected all these heart-shaped rocks and we are we know that when we die we're going to be cremated we're spreading the ashes down by our creek right and then anybody that comes to any of this can pick some heart-shaped rock from our collection and they will keep that and then all these other heart-shaped rocks are going to go down to the creek right and someday maybe somebody will be down there and they'll go wow look at all these heart-shaped rocks right wow (laughs) it's it's just an idea i love that idea (laughs) so these are just i mean it's it's a i like to play and i like to and i'm i'm a creative so i'm a maker Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to make sense of all these things and so this is these are some of the little keys that I use. I don't know if they'd be helpful to your clients and friends and listeners, but this is how I, how I do.
0: I love it. Yo, this is beautiful. I'm just like, this is, I, I can really sense, I don't, I don't know if you ladies that are listening can sense this truly, um, Elisa has this, um, est- this sort of essence within her that just yells out, like, I'm in tune with nature. I'm in tune with all that is the universe. And it's just so, um, to me, I feel it. I feel that. I feel it coming from you. And I feel that, you know, I think so, so many times we women, we don't, Remember, no matter what our spirituality, what our beliefs are, we we forget that in reality, what we are within us, we are a creation that is beautiful, perfectly, wonderfully made, is one of my one in one of my favorite psalms. And we are truly um special beings. And not to be biased for women, but I think women, we have this intuition for the most part. And I'm not going to be too general here, but I think for the most part, we have an intuition that is given to us within our creation and we have to trust that you know we we know so much um we can probably like predict (laughs) certain things especially like with people we love like with our kids or we're like hmm I don't know if that's you know and so we have this this we have to learn to really trust that instinct. So much of that has been made within us. And we we do need to learn how to listen and tap into that. Because that's why I love when I say when the essence, the essence of our being, who we are, is something so much more than what people see. And it's made up of not just how we were born, but also all the experiences and, and stories that are created, right? And, and intertwined within us as we grow up, whatever our circumstances were. And yeah. so no matter what, we can still tap, we can tap into that essence and listen to that. You know, you have this beautiful idea, right? Of when, when, when your time comes, and all of our times will come, right? You'll have your ashes, you and your husband, your ashes in the, in that beautiful space and, and in hopes that, right, people will find these rocks and will be like, oh my goodness, look at this. And it, it's sort of like, you'll live on and on and on within this earth, right? And just, It's just your legacy, and your your heart will be there, you know. And so, I I love the way you explain that to me. It just really touches my heart and my soul so much. And I really look forward to continuing reading this book and just hearing more of your story because I think it's just beautiful. And um, what you know, what the message you're trying to convey, as I see it so far. And um, ladies, if you Get an opportunity. Um, please check out. Please check out the book. I'm going to ask Elisa how we can connect with her as well. So, um, speaking of that, how can how can women connect with you and how can they find and purchase your book?
1: Well, the book is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and everywhere, so that's easy. It, you just need to know the title, which is this or something better, and uh, it's a memoir of resilience. Mm-hmm. So then my uh author name is Elisa Stancil Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my married name. Okay. My husband is Jewish and I converted. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh-huh. um, so I also uh, have a course under that same name. I have Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and Instagram. Mm -hmm. all the time, anytime, you can see me there and talk to me there. Um, And then I have a website, which is (laughs) Elisa And you will see other essays and even little um, essays of all kinds of other kinds of things that you might like that have been published in magazines and literary journals and that kind of thing as well, because I'm basically writing now and doing volunteer work. being a grandmother, <laughs> so awesome. that's what I'm doing. Today.
0: That's great, that's yeah. great, awesome, thank you, Elisa. So, Elisa, if you wouldn't mind, would you share with us, first of all, what's one of your favorite motivational quotes, and then after that, what's one of your favorite Bible verses?
1: Yes, okay, so this is a quote from a wonderful, really strong black woman poet, Audre Lorde. When I when I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid.
0: Mm, I love wow. that. that is beautiful.
1: Yeah. She's beautiful. amazing. Okay. Yes. And then my Bible quote. Yeah. What you want? Yes. next, or do you? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Jeremiah, yes. for, I know the plan that I have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and future
0: beautiful i love that it's one it's beautiful that's a that's a beautiful verse thank you so much for sharing that delisa it was so great to have you yeah. here on the show and just to hear more about you and and your book and just learning a little bit more about you know who you are i know that you have, there's so much more than we, we can cover on this podcast but i think reading the book will help mm-hmm. us a lot so <laughs> thank yes, you thank
1: i you would so invite you to read it i really think there's a lot there um and i am really thrilled to have spoken with you today and looked at your beautiful trees behind you
0: (laughs) yes this is great i think i I would love to make a permanent office that looks like this that would be amazing (laughs) i love this all right elisa well thank you again for being on the show and ladies i'll see you in the next one hey sister real quick if you received any encouragement from this podcast The best way you can thank me is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. The more reviews that are on the podcast, the more women that can be reached so that they can also be encouraged and inspired as they dream and do for the glory of God, just like you. May God bless you and guide you as you pursue and grow your God-given dream.